Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. And uh, we always like to focus on some of the leadership opportunities and principles as we look at them applied in so many different places, whether that's in our government, whether that's in business, whether that's in our community. Uh, and today we want to take a little peek at what that looks like in higher education. Uh, last week, uh, the combined editorial board of the Deseret News and KSL News Radio. Uh, had an opportunity to uh, visit with President Astrid Tamines uh, from Utah Valley University. And it was a, a fascinating discussion, as always, and uh, great leadership lessons to be applied for sure. Uh, one of the things that we got into with President Tamines was some of the lessons learned amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, what are the repercussions as it relates uh, to both the challenges of higher education and reshaping new opportunities for the future of higher education? Uh, President Tamines always has a uh, a fascinating, positive, gritty outlook in terms of what it's going to take to be successful uh, and to help their students, uh, many of whom are uh, first generation higher education uh, in their families and how to really create that environment where they can be successful, uh, where they can actually move forward and have the kind of upward mobility uh, that everyone is after in their version of the American dream. So we started with President Tamines just talking about uh, the role the place for higher education, again, especially in the midst of a pandemic. Thinking about the university, it's not just UVU, thinking about the university and education as part of every state's and every country's critical infrastructure. With COVID, we learned that many people lost their jobs. And so when uh, CARES money was available to reskill and upskill, we worked around the clock to put together programs that we didn't have. And we came up with 23 programs, roughly four of them academic credit, the rest non-academic. We also always love to to talk about our graduates who stay in Utah. 76% are still here 10 years after graduation. So they build their families here. They, They help us build the economy. They're here to stay. We also are able to do what we do um, with great efficiency. Despite uh, equity funding, which was done under President Holland, we continue to have the lowest tax funding for full-time student equivalent. You know, the impact of UVU is is big for every tax fund invested here. We return $8 estimated to the Utah economy. We're the number one employer in ORAM, the number three employer in Utah County, and number 13 or 14, depending on what year you're looking at for um, the state of Utah. 
So one of the things that I love that President Jimenez talked about was really viewing higher education as part of the critical infrastructure. Normally, when we talk about infrastructure, we're talking about roads and highways and light rail and buses and all of those kinds of things. Uh, but President Tuminas has this view that, no, uh, higher education is part of the critical infrastructure. Uh, when you look at the future of the state of Utah, where the economy is, where it is likely to go next, it is going to require a very educated workforce. If you look at what's happening at Silicon Slopes and other places, uh, that those opportunities are all going to be uh, dependent upon our ability to produce a very highly educated workforce. And so I love that. I think that kind of leadership thinking uh, is really needed. One of the questions that I had for President Tamines uh, from UVU was relating to mental health. Uh, this is such an issue uh, with so many who are in higher education today, our young people especially. Uh, and then you throw the pandemic on top of it and a lot of the uncertainty that it put towards their education and future employment. Uh, it really is a, an area of concern. And so I wanted to get President Tamines' take on what are they doing at UVU and what do we all need to be thinking out about in terms of mental health and support for our students? So mental health, uh, extremely important. And we have already been working on this before COVID. What we've done is kind of just do the counseling through a, an array of services, whether that's no appointment needed group counseling. That's been very helpful. Peer-to-peer counseling. Um, the old house that I used to live in and that the Hollands used to live in as well, we made that during COVID, the, the mental therapy place. We've been doing a ton of teletherapy. But I like to message here at UVU that exceptional care, which is our first core value, we have three core values, exceptional care, exceptional accountability, and exceptional results. So, uh, and then finally, just the one thing that I'll say is generating a spirit of hope. I really honestly love walking around with pom-poms and I know that my students see that, but I believe in, you know, what's, what's in the heart. Let's, let's let it out. If we want to scream and dance, let's, let's do it because life is hard enough. So that's exceptional care. So I love that this uh, great institution of higher education at Utah Valley university uh, has this idea of exceptional care uh, for their students, for their faculty, uh, for their, uh, for all those who are involved in that community. Uh, I think it's such an important thing to to be thinking about and, and working through. Uh, and I do love her enthusiasm in terms of uh, walking around with some pom-poms and uh, giving a cheer uh, when that is the right thing to do. They've had some good success down there at Utah Valley University. Uh, the, one more thing I wanted to sneak in uh, in this segment as it relates uh, to President Tamines. Because the goal, of course, of higher education is to help people pursue their version of the American dream, their dream, whatever that may be, and to make sure they have all the tools and all the resources. And so it it becomes part of this important critical conversation, in my view, uh, around upward mobility. And I loved what President Tuminez had to share. I recently looked at this study by Professor Raj Chetty as a public sector economist. So he poses this question, you know, what are the chances that the poorest person can become one of the richest person, bottom quintile to upper quintile? Denmark is ideal, one of the ideal ones at 11%. The overall goal in a more just, totally just society, we'd have a 20% chance and nobody is there. But what's amazing about this study is Salt Lake City is up there, nearly in the same sweet spot as Denmark. And, and Professor Chetty says there are four reasons. One is education. 
Two is uh, social capital. We still have community here. Third is a disciplined government. So it does make sense. Utah balances its budget, a disciplined government. And fourth is community investment. So I assume they mean roads, parks, whatever the community investment is. So this is really important to remember because I, I believe that this is our mission to be part of the story of elevating that bottom fifth to the middle or to the top fifth, if, if, if you will. Um, our own Department of Workforce Services shows us the statistics that if you have less than a high school graduate, this is before COVID, you were three times more likely to be unemployed than if you had a bachelor's degree. Okay, so I, I am fascinated uh, by this focus on upward mobility. Uh, I love uh, that President Jimenez was referencing this uh, study by Raj Chetty uh, that talks about the four things that are critical in order to create upward mobility, education, social capital, disciplined government, and investment in the community. And so if you put those things together, Utah Valley is doing an amazing job as a university to create that kind of environment where people can get that education. There is social capital there because there is a community and and people feel connected to that. Uh, Many give up on higher education because they feel they're alone. Uh, or they just run out of energy. I, th- I think someone, especially someone who is a first-generation uh, higher education student, uh, so often run out of energy long before they run out of opportunity. And so having the social capital, the mental health services, the other things in terms of the community and support from faculty and staff is so vital uh, to creating the kind of success that you want. Uh, and so that education, social capital, disciplined government, uh, and that's uh, state, federal, local, uh, but especially as you look at upward mobility, it's that local discipline, uh, state and local discipline to make sure you're investing in the right kinds of things, because then you're going to create an environment for the kind of community that you actually want. Uh, we do that really well in so many places here in the state of Utah. We're going to come back to that conversation tomorrow. I had the opportunity to uh, interview on Friday uh, Robert Doerr, who is the president of American Enterprise Institute, AEI, and uh, he spent most of his career studying poverty and upward mobility. So we'll add that to our conversation with President Tamines from Utah Valley University. As I said, she was in for the uh, editorial board with the Deseret News and uh, really laid out some important things in terms of success and, more importantly, some challenges and opportunities for the future as we try to help everyone pursue their dream. Uh, We're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we're going to continue my conversation with former National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster. Don't miss it. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.